The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You've reached the right place. A destination called Seoul. It's the BRONX. You know what's next. It's a bowl of soul. A mixed stew of soul music. And on a bowl of soul, we celebrate the legendary Miss Anna Mae Bullock, also known as Tina Turner, who passed away on May 24th, 2023. She is the queen of rock and roll and we celebrate her right here on a bowl of soul a bowl of soul a mixed of soul music
You see her. You hear her growling. I love it. True. Tina Turner from 1961. Talking about it's going to work out fine. She did this with Ike Turner. This song was number 14 on the Hot 100 and number 2 on the R&B chart in 1961. It earned Ike and Tina Turner a Grammy nomination for Best Rock and Roll Performance. We're celebrating the legendary Miss Tina Turner, who we lost on May 24th. Uh, 2023 in Switzerland. Um, she had a long-term illness, but we celebrate her, Annie Mae Bullock. And you know, Tina Turner got her career with Ike Turner's Kings of Rhythm in 1957, and she sung under the name Little Ann, and she appeared on her first record called Box Top in 1958. Then, in 1960, she debuted as Tina Turner with the hit, which I'm going to play right now, called A Fool in Love, which solidified Tina Ike and Tina Turner becoming one of the most formidable live acts in history. Right here on The Bowl of Soul from 1960. A fool in love, and this is a bowl of soul. This is Jonathan Winstead, and you're listening to a bowl of soul, a mixed stool of soul music. Yeah, oh, there's something on my mind. Won't somebody please? Please tell me what's wrong. You're just a fool. You know you're in love. What do you say? You got to face it to realize. Please louder than words. 
July 1960 and it was a crossover hit and it was a cro- and it crossed over to the pop charts and it became a million seller it was number 2 on the hot R&B sides for Billboard and number 27 on the US Billboard 100 we're celebrating the legendary Miss Tina Turner, you know, she definitely, you know, that voice, that growl, she had a command, the excitement, the energy, you can hear it in her voice. Coming up next, she had a hit with this song, which was produced by the legendary Mr. Phil Spector. This song was released on Philly's records and... It was a title track to their 1966 album. It was produced by Phil Spector and written by Phil Spector, Jeff Barry, and Ellie Greenwich. And this song, River Deep, Mountain High, is number 33 on the list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. This song that she sang was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1999. Right here on a bowl of stove. This was recorded at <clears throat> in Los Angeles, California at Gold Star Studios for Phil Spector. River Deep, Mountain High. And this is a bowl of so so again, I walked into the room with no expectations, just to stun on everybody. And here I am at a bowl of soul with Professor T. Love. When I was a little girl, I had a bread
It did well in Europe. In fact, it was a hit overseas. And Phil Spector had seen Tina Turner, Ike and Tina Turner review, perform at a club on the Sunset Strip in Los Angeles and invited them to appear at the time on this show, popular show called The Big TNT Show. And Phil Spector was impressed by Tina Turner, especially her voice, and wanted to use her voice with the Wrecking Crew, <clears throat> of which you heard um, was a, were stu- famous studio musicians in Los Angeles, California. They, the Wrecking Crew backed so many groups, backed Sam Cooke. They backed the, um, the Fifth Dimension. They also backed the Beach Boys. And, you know... He, Phil Spector, wanted Tina Turner to be part of his wall of sound production technique. And he struck a deal with Ike Turner to produce Tina. And again, you know, Ike Turner was the wheeler dealer, you know, in this group. And he basically wanted the recordings that they did with Phil Spector to be credited to Ike and Tina Turner. So that resulted in them being bought out of their contract they were signed to Loma Records, which is the same Loma Records that um, 
um, Linda Jones was signed to. They were a subsidiary of Warner Brothers, but Spectre negotiated the deal with Ike Turner, and they basically signed with Phil Spector's Phillies Records for this single, River Deep, Mountain High, which was covered by the Four Tops and the Supremes, which they did a really great version. It was covered by Eric Burden and the Animals and Deep Purple in 1968. We celebrate Miss Tina Turner, who did River Deep, Mountain High for Phil Spector in 1966. Coming up next, this song just basically put Tina Turner, Ike and Tina Turner, in the stratosphere. In fact, they covered a song that was done by the American rock band Credence Clearwater Revival. And this song, Proud Mary, was written by John Fogarty. But I'm going to tell you, the Ike and Tina Turner version of this song just threw that song into the stratosphere. In 1971, they were on fire with this song. And the song basically became Tina Turner's <coughs> hallmark song. And it was very, very, very powerful. This song peaked at number four on the Billboard Hot 100 on March 27th, 1971. And it earned Tina Turner a Grammy Award for Best R&B Vocal Performance by a Group. Her and Ike Turner got a Grammy for this song right here. And you'll know why. Right here on the Bowl of Soul, we present Proud Mary. Every now and then, I think you might like to hear something from us. Nice and easy. But there's just one thing, you see. We never, ever do nothing nice and easy. We always do it nice and rough. And we're going to take the beginning of this song and do it easy. But then we're going to do the finish. Rough. Where we do proud Mary. Rolling, rolling, rolling on the river. Listen to the story now. Left a good job in the city. Working for a man every night and day. And I never lost one minute of sleep. And I was worried about the way the thing might have been. They win. Keep on burning. And we're rolling, 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 yeah. Rolling, 
up the name credence clearwater revival and they flipped it they totally flipped it and owned it and it has become tina turner's part of her repertoire was this song proud mary this song was performed on the ed sullivan show on january 11th 1970 she performed it for hugh hefner on his show Playboy After Dark, December 3rd, 1969. She did this on Soul Train on April 22nd, 1972. You can imagine the power, the force that was coming out of Tina Turner at this time with this song, Primary. This song, I love it. I love it. It is the energy. It's the power. And the song was basically rearranged by Ike Turner and Soko Richardson to give it more of a a soulful funk rock vamp on it. Love it. Threw that gospel in it and that was it. 
you're, you're gone. We celebrate the legendary Miss Tina Turner with proud Mary Woof on fire. Now, I want you to check out um, Tina Turner's version of, of the Beatles come together. You know, a lot of their really hard, soulful, rock, vamp type songs came out during the late 60s, the early 70s. And this was a hot period for Ike and Tina Turner. Right here on A Bowl of Soul, check out Tina Turner doing Come Together. And this is A Bowl of Soul. This is your man D. Folks, and y'all are checking out A Bowl of Soul with one of the hottest DJs in the land, Professor T. Love. You're listening to A Bowl of Soul.
Turner doing, I can Tina Turner doing their version of Come Together, you know, like I said, this was a hot period for them, you know, in the fall of 1969, 1970, you know, their profile was raised after opening for the Rolling Stones on their U.S. tour, and they, like I said, they gained so much exposure on Ed Sullivan and in Playboy After Dark, they were also on the Andy Williams show and and it's at this time that it marked a pivot a turning point in their careers in which where they switched from their usual R&B repertoire to incorporate more rock tunes such as what you heard Proud Mary come together you know they did some other songs they did covers of the some of the Rolling Stones songs so this was a heavy heavy period and they also um they headlined in Las Vegas. They did reviews in Las Vegas, and these shows were attended by, like, David Bowie, Sly Stone, Janis Joplin, Cher, James Brown, Ray Charles, Elton John, even Elvis Presley. So they were very, very popular at this time. You need to know why you need to listen to a bowl of so music from the 50s a little bit of the 60s thrown in with some of the 70s mix well with the 80s bring to boil with the 90s and just a touch of the future that's our recipe for a bowl of soul
Fire from Tina Turner. This song, Nutbush, City Limits. And, you know, really it was a semi-autobiographical song written by Tina Turner, which commemorates her rural hometown of Nutbush in Haywood County, Tennessee. It was originally released as a single on United Artists in August of 1973, and it is one of the last hits that husband and wife R&B duo Ike and Tina Turner release together. This song, very hot, very popular, you know, and it has been performed by Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, you know, but the song is hot. It was number one, like overseas, it was pretty hot. It was on fire. On the U.S., Billboard Hot 100, it was number 22. And the Hot Soul Singles chart, it was number 11. We celebrate the legendary Tina Turner. And we're going to slip in this single that was done by Ike and Tina Turner called Rock Me, Baby. And this is A Bowl of Soul.
that's a classic. Rock Me Baby. That song is a classic. That was a Muddy Waters song. This was off of the Ike and Tina Turner album called Out of Season from 1969. I think it was a good cover of that blues song because, you know, Tina Turner could sing everything. R&B, you got it, gospel, rock, funk, and blues of what you just heard. Definitely it, off the off the off the chain, you know. Listening to this music and and just seeing the depth of Miss Tina Turner. Coming up next, you know, Tina Turner um, basically separated from her husband Ike Turner around I would say 1975, 1976. You know, and Ike from what I understand, was addicted, heavily um, addicted to uh, cocaine. And, you know, it was at this time, you know, Ike Turner was very, very abusive to Tina. He has always been abusive. And I'm not, you know, Ike Turner, his contribution to rhythm and blues is significant. And basically he knew how to make certain moves and know how to put it together so that the group Ike and Tina Turner could can stay consistent and strong throughout the 50s, the late 50s, 60s, up until the 70s. But I think with Tina Turner, it was enough is enough. And she decided to move on and she divorced Ike Turner. Um, and basically... She moved on with her life, but it was then she started making her turn and she decided to, you know, basically get herself together spiritually and move herself into another direction. Right here on A Bowl of Soul, we want to celebrate the legacy, legacy of Miss Tina Turner. And, you know, she had this song that was so... It, it was like it was like a comeback, you know, comeback record for her. And basically, there was, you know, at the time in 1993, there was a movie called What's Love Got to Do With It? And Angela Bassett killed it with the performance of her being Tina Turner, you know, telling Tina's story. But, you know, Tina Turner just came back. She was on fire. And, you know, she came back with this album that just propelled her into the stratosphere. And this was the album called Private Dancer from 19, uh, 1984, which was a stellar year for Tina Turner. Right here on A Bowl of Soul, I'm going to play one of my favorite songs. And, you know... A lot of the ladies, everybody was playing this song in 1984. What's love got to do with it? And this is a bowl of soul. This is Eric B. Turner, and you're listening to Professor T. Love on a bowl of soul, a mixed stew of soul music. You're listening to a bowl of soul.
the multi-platinum selling album Private Dancer 12 million in sales she won two Grammys for this album on fire she was just tearing it up in 1984 we celebrate Miss Tina Turner with What's Love Got to Do With It now I'm going to play you the song that is also the name of the album. I'm your private dancer. And this is a bowl of soul. Mm-hmm. 
who was a member of Die Straits. The person playing the solo guitar or guitar solo was Jeff Beck, the legendary Jeff Beck, who we lost uh, this year as well. You know, the song, I love the song. I, I really love the song. And you really got a chance to hear Tina Turner's edginess in this song, Private Dancer. Coming up next, I'm going to play a classic. She really put her treatment on this Al Green song. Since, babe, since we've been together. Right here on A Bowl of Soul. Tina Turner just working the heck out of this song. Let's Stay Together, which was off of the Private Dancer album. Right here on A Bowl of Soul. Let me say the sense, baby, since we've been together, ooh, loving you forever is all I need. Let me be the one you come running to.
together she killed it i'm gonna leave you with one of her songs that she did that i feel symbolizes who she is she was just simply the best in spite of all the things that she went through she gained herself after the marriage and her destiny was to be a superstar and she found love. She got married again. Um, and she got married to uh, a gentleman who basically was like a promotions person um, for her when she did this album. And um, the gentleman's name is Mr. Irwin Bach. And in 1986, you know, Tina Turner met this uh, German music executive who was sent by her European record label to greet her, um, EMI, to greet her at Dusseldorf Airport. And, you know, he was younger than her by 16 years, but it didn't matter. They became friends, and then they began dating. And then in July 2013, after 27 years of a romantic relationship, they married in a civil Ceremony on the banks of Lake Zurich and Kusnacht, Switzerland. We celebrate simply the best, Miss Tina Turner. I call you, I need you, my heart's on
And we've come to the end of A Bowl of Soul, celebrating the legacy of Miss Tina Turner, who we lost on May 24th, 2023. And she is the queen of rock and soul. You know, this lady, her, her story is a story of triumph. You know, and we celebrate her right here on A Bowl of Soul. Make sure you catch up with A Bowl of Soul by going to abowlofsoul.com and you can download this broadcast of A Bowl of Soul. Make sure you tune in to the A Bowl of Soul, a mixed stew of soul music radio network on Live 365 where you get nonstop soul 365 days of the year. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. It's a bowl of soul. You can hit me up at a bowl of soul at gmail.com. And again, I hope you enjoyed this broadcast. I wanted to celebrate Miss Tina Turner. She was loved by everyone, just all over the world. The accolades, the tributes coming out from everyone celebrating this legendary queen of rock and roll rock and soul thank you for tuning into a bowl of soul definitely show your love you can show your love to a bowl of soul definitely by listening downloading the podcast and if you want to buy me a cup of coffee buy me a cup of coffee dot com at a bowl of soul and make sure you follow me on twitter at a bowl of soul and also on instagram follow me i am p-r-o-f-t love and make sure you like my facebook page a bowl of soul a mixed stew of soul music this is professor t love have a great great memorial day weekend and you're listening to a bowl of soul you're listening, You're listening to a bowl of souls.